You are listening to Disaster. Blog Talk Radio. The potential for greatness lives with each of us. I dare. Thanks for joining us on I Dare Outdoors on Blog Talk Radio. Heard worldwide to over one million listeners with your host, Nikki Dare. I Dare was born of personal hardship, triumph, and a desire to succeed. I Dare, the acronym for Integrity, Diversity, Adaptation, Resilience, and Empowerment and is the hallmark of Nikki Dare's life. Derived from learning to evolve from difficult circumstances, without obstacles we would never know the true meaning of success or feel the exaltation of triumphing over adversity. Nikki's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose and live your best life, unearthing your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. It's about personal empowerment, and unlocking your inner potential. But most of all, it's about living a lifestyle of adventures in the outdoors. A way of life. Now, here's your host, Nikki Dare. Hi, everyone. Good morning, Southern California. Good morning, world. Glad to be back. Glad to be here again. I know some of you had requested the show back on air again. I am so trying my very best to get it all back on our regular air schedule. Well, um, at least once a week. Time does fly when you're having too much fun. So, you know, I just realized this. Um, This morning, actually, we are already on the end of the first quarter of this year. What do you know? And yes, spring has just arrived. So happy days. I am Nikki Dare, your host at IDER Outdoors, and welcome back. I need to mention this again. Replying back to your email, some of you had um, sent me emails. I know that I uh, I mentioned it last show. Do I have advertising opportunities? Yes. If any of you are interested in advertising your business, service, or products, you may request and obtain an advertising kit from us by simply calling us at one eight six six two eight zero six eight eight eight. And we will send you the details. The advertising opportunities are for the radio broadcast here in Idea Outdoors. Or just simply email us at radio at idearworld.com. Again, that is radio at idearworld.com. I-D-A-R-E world.com. Hey, talking about happy, I'm excited on my new book release. No more rumors, no more waiting. Yeah. All right. To all of you Nikki Dare fans out there, my new book, The Audacity of Variety, I Dare's first series is now, yes, it is now finally available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, Kindle, all available in hardcover, paperback, and Kindle. There is a free preview if you check this all out. Online. Also, you might want to check out the publishing company, Ex Libris Publishing website, that you can order through them directly as well. And uh, I want to mention this. For my international fans who are overseas, I've, I've gotten some emails from you and then uh, who are interested to order. Uh, standard delivery for international takes about three to four weeks. So I always advise that all of these international orders are printed and delivered from their UK office. 
just so you all know, um, this is just a little FYI uh, experience that I just did recently. In fact, just last week, I ordered my mom a couple of copies of this hardcover and uh, the paperback. She received them already in a few days. So that, what are you all waiting for? Get yours today. Order online the book Audacity of Veracity. Nikki Dare, I Dare First Series. Uh, get yours today. Order online through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Nook. Yes, it's available on Nook, Kindle, etc. It's... Uh, it's way cool now. Everything is so digital, and uh, technology takes us all to everything on the palm of our hands. So, yeah, you can order it online, good and bad, you know. Hey, talking about cool, if you are local, the Authorized Foundation and local restaurants um, are joint efforts in organizing a book signing for me. Uh, much more details are to follow, but we are looking into a Saturday April 12th, here in Valencia, California, from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. Again, that date is April 12th, Saturday, here in Valencia, California, from 3 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. I will be, I guess, doing a book signing. So if you are local, please do come out and say hello to me. I know some of you want to say hello, and I do love to see you all there, too, as well. So, hey, and then follow me, like me, stalk me. Annoy me, in a good way that is, okay, on these media, uh, social media platforms. Can you believe that all I'm on there too? Yeah, I am. Anyway, Twitter, The Nikki Dare. That is Twitter, The Nikki Dare, T-H-E-N-I-C-K-Y-D-A-R-E. Find me there. I'm twinning along. Yes, I do. I don't know why. I don't know why, but, you know, I just answer myself. Yes, I do. I have to, I guess. Facebook, yes, I do have a Facebook, Nikki Dare. Okay, find me there. LinkedIn, I am on LinkedIn. And uh, thank you for connecting, those of you. And, and thank you so much for just, uh, you know, liking and liking me, following me, stalk me, and accepting the invitation, annoying me in a good way. Some of you are not annoying me, but, you know, um, all good. And uh, I love all of your love and cyber hugs and everything like that. LinkedIn is Nikki Dare. I will be posting all the details on my upcoming schedules of the book signing events there. Okay, way too much fun. Here on this gorgeous sunny Friday, back to the topic this morning, emergency preparedness. How prepared are you? You know, really briefly here, this topic, as many of you who are my loyal listeners, um, you know, you all know already by now that I'm very, very extremely passionate when it comes to survival. Emergency preparedness, SA, including SA, known as situational awareness. Uh, one of my earliest broadcasts when I first started this radio show was on this topic, particular topic, emergency preparedness, natural disasters, you know, on your survival, how to take care of yourself and how to protect, you know, how to become ready, um, prepared. So I want to continue discussing this and hoping that many of this information can be very insightful, useful, and may save lives. No, we're not asking you to be paranoid of your, surra- paranoid of your surroundings. Um, just, you know, applying the simple applications, um, adding simple applications, just common sense and knowing your awareness, staying vigilant at all times. So how many of us homeowners, regular civilians, are really prepared? I'm talking prepared in the event of natural disasters, including myself and my family, that is. As we all know that these disasters, 
namely earthquakes, wildfires. Many of us in California are so aware of this, depending on the regions, obviously, you live, we all have some of this, you know, um, little flavors of the uh, natural disasters. Extreme heat, hurricanes, landslides, yeah, landslides, thunderstorms, volcanic eruptions way out there um, in a lot of the uh, the volcanic eruptions in several countries, I, I, I would assume that. Winter storms in the East Coast now, it's going on. Tsunamis, flood, etc. I mean, you know, these this kind of things won't text message us and say, hey, we're coming, get ready. That is so silly, right? So, yeah. Uh, let's get prepared and then let's, let's, you know, spend a little bit, uh, talking about this in my, my part one of emergency preparedness. Damages caused by these natural disasters, such as what I just mentioned, earthquakes, hurricanes, tornadoes, flooding, or even, even from man-made technological events such as explosive or in all of these man-made hazardous material accidents, some we saw recently in, in Boston, very tragic. That affect all aspects of our community, uh, you know, let her down from the government services to private activities, specific activities that can leave many of us um, individuals, you know, um, like us, civilians, neighborhoods from outside support. We don't have anything from outside support and we got to be depending on ourselves as well as restricted and limited resources if at all, if anything at all, you know. Um, response, the response, um, uh, timely uh, resources such as phones, communication, no cell phones, as we already know that if any of you or many of us have, have been experiencing, have experienced some of these um, natural disasters in, in our lifetimes. Transportation, utilities, what now? All right, we all have to kind of like face up on that, right? Initial period immediately following a disaster. Um, a rule of thumb. Some of us already know this, up to three days or longer. Uh, we won't have any support. We won't have any uh, outside support. So we got to depend on ourselves at home front. 72 hours or longer, three days, rule of thumb. We all will need to depend on our own resources, mainly food, water. Water is a big deal. Shelter, first aid, God forbids, right? Individual preparedness, planning, survival skills, and first aid. All of these things will all be crucially needed, um, important at the time of the initial period in coping, you know, the aftermath of a disaster in any disaster, any type of disaster. Okay, I gather some credible um, sources. Here are some facts. I've gathered recently from FEMA.gov, and I'm just going to um, share it with you all um, in this in this uh, part one of emergency preparedness, community preparedness, the facts. Research on preparedness shows that people who believe themselves, including myself, prepared for disasters often are not as prepared as they think. Now, these are some um, survey that I've gathered from FEMA.gov. This is my source. According to the recent survey, 40% did not even have household plans. 80% had not conducted 
home evacuation drills. I'm going to cover some of that a little bit later, you guys, what I meant by that, home evacuation drills. 80% had not conducted home evacuation drills. Shame. That's um, that's incredible number there. And nearly 60% did not know their community's evacuation rules. And here are some additional info you might want to know. Same source. Nearly 20% reported having a disability that would affect their capacity to respond to an emergency situation. One out of four of these people had made arrangements specific to their disability to help them respond safely in the event of emergency, which is which is still a low number, but I think um, better than zero, right? When I took my CERT training, for those of you who are not familiar with what that is, CERT is an acronym stands for Community Emergency Response Training. Um, I have realized there are many of us, regular civilians such as myself, put so much passion and effort to learning what it takes to be more prepared and how to become part of this team. Uh, it was a huge class. It always is a full class uh, whenever, you know, the class is being trained and everything conducted. After all, you know, I thought of myself, it is our responsibility. I mean, it is, you guys. It is our responsibility to take care of ourselves and those who are in need. I think it, it is good to see a lot of us when I sat in the class, um, the class is always full, that many of us have that kind of passion. Many of us want to become part of this. Many of us want to take to uh, step up and take the responsibility, not just for ourselves, but also, you know, to others who are in need. Our nation's emergency managers, including them, of course, local firefighters, God bless our LA firemen, uh, yeah, these guys, these folks who always work hard for our town and whenever there is a fire here. Thank you, LAFD. I just need to say this for all that you do. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, I know that you guys always work for every season that's wildfires out here in California. Um, our law enforcement officers, EMT, paramedics, and other emergency responders, first emergency responders, do such, always do such incredible job. Um, keeping all of us at all times in emergency disasters. And I just want to thank you personally to all of you. And, you know, they can't do this all by themselves. Of course, they need our help as well. It's a collaborative team team support. So as a certified CERT member, I am personally, personally, am very passionate in this whole entire thing of survival and how to stay and maintain our awareness at all times. It is important to our daily lives, you guys. I take this rather seriously. And then, you know, I'm not talking about being paranoid or anything. It's just a simple, a simple basic things that we add on to our knowledge tools that we have to, you know, I kind of like, you know, need to be prepared and not, right? It is always good to be prepared for the unknowns and not. So let's get back to this discussion. What, it, what does this all mean to us? Becoming more prepared in case of emergency, whether it is natural disasters or yeah, harmful situation, is easier than you might think. Whether it's your home, your community, your neighborhood, your workplace, your place of business, you know, even or your school, you can take few simple steps uh, in preparing yourself. Prepare for yourself, your loved ones, and your community, your neighborhood. We must embrace this um, as our personal individual responsibility to be prepared. 
I hope a lot of you agree with this. How do we start? By learning more in your local community is a good start. Taking something like a cert class is also a good start. Um, I'm not talking about you know be you know be be a um, what do you call that certified in all kinds of the medical. I mean it it could be necessary, but you know a good start is always taking some simple step like a cert community emergency response training class. Check your local city what classes and related trainings um, available that they can offer you. Uh, that's how you start. For example, during I'm going to go on and then go ahead and write uh, right along on this one. For example, during fire wildfire, what are your emergency action plans? You know, have you ever thought about that? What do I mean by emergency action plans? Maybe you don't have one since you don't know what it is. So, yeah, let's let's just move on to this um, and then write along what I say and then um, have a paper and piece of paper and a pencil, few pieces of paper and a pen pencil, and jot down some of this as a note. Emergency action plans, what I mean by that, create a family disaster plan, which includes a meeting location, meeting locations and communication plans. Rehearse it regularly. You know, implement this as a real, uh, like, a, like a drill. You know, remember how we do this fire drill when we're in high school? Same kind of concept. And also, for those of you, I'm going to mention this. If you live in a ranch area and you, you happen to have large animals and horses, such as horses, do something like this too. You know, have your family disaster plan that includes this evacuation of large animals, you know, such as your horses. Number two, have fire extinguishers on hand. You know, um, you can get this fire extinguishers in, in uh, I think they they have them available like three different sizes. I personally recommend get the middle size, not so heavy, you know, portable one, I mean, um, good size, I shouldn't say portable one. Get get this at Costco, handyman stores, you know, um, they have this available for you. The big one is probably too heavy. So, you know, I, I personally recommend, um, you know, for my size, I middle size is enough for me to handle. The big one is probably too heavy. Train your family members how to use these properly. Number three, make sure you know where your gas, electric, and water main shutoff controls and how to use them. Have the tools handy. Uh, maybe even have, um, you know, later on I can I can talk about this too, the emergency kits. And then have a specific, if you have tools, throw them in there in your uh, emergency box. Place them nearby so you know where it is when you need it. You know, make it simple for yourself. Number four, plan several different escape routes. Important, important. Five, designate an emergency meeting location outside of the fire hazard area, a safe area. Designate one. Six, get your emergency supply kit. All of these are available everywhere. Yeah, Amazon, American Red Cross is the one that I highly recommended. Your local fire department also have this available. You know, um, I have some of the info, uh, some of the safety tips also in my website, idealworld.com. Take a peek, go out there and check it out. Now, the next one, next one is very important. Some of us are, you know, probably not uh, thinking about it because, I mean, you know, chaotic and, you know, not... Uh, but if you have this kind of thing steps, you will jot it down. 
you will write it down. You have a checklist. You have an action plan so it won't get missed, right? So number seven, the next one, this one is important. Our communication resources will be limited. We all know that. Appoint an out-of-town friend, relatives, as a point of contact so that you can communicate with family members who are relocated is important. You know, in the event of uh, Katrina, for example, everything was shut out. This is important. Great example. Number eight, maintain an updated list of emergency contact numbers. Post it near your phone and inside your emergency supply kit. Very important. Update it. Okay, all of these numbers. You don't want uh, the call during emergency situation to call a, um, you know, a not working number. That would be very bad. Number nine, keep an extra emergency supply kit inside your car, a go-to bag, in case you cannot get to your home because of the fire. I'm, I'm um, presenting an example of a fire situation. While fire, obviously, this can also be uh, applied to you know, other types of natural disasters. Number 10, have a portable radio, emergency radio, that is, so that you can stay updated on fire. And this is also available if you want to take a peek. What I recommend, it is on my website, idleworld.com, but Amazon also has those. And uh, the list just, you know, these are just simple, basic lists of action plan. Obviously, there are more that I can add on to this. And, I want to uh, share some of the basic one, the number 10, yeah, top 10, with you just to give you basic idea what action plan is, emergency action plan is. And I will cover more in details in my next show next week. One key thing I must mention, please, please, apply common sense at all times. You know, panic when it comes to chaos and panic and all of that. Stay focused. Focus on what you what you have to do in front of you in hand. That's why a checklist is important. It's crucial. It gives you an advantage to stay focused, stay advantage, uh, uh, an advantage to stay uh, to stay ahead than not. Okay. Food, water, shelter, first aid. These are the most foremost important category of things we will need. Food, water, shelter, first aid. I will try to cover more in detail in each of these items in my next show, part two, emergency preparedness next week. Water is essential, extremely essential. Rule of thumb, one gallon per person per day for three days for 72-hour supply. Personally, um, this is just my humble two cents. Uh, my caveman even mentioned this the other day, too. I like a one-month supply at my home front. Why? basic things, just in case. Um, I want to mention about the water, and I uh, posted this, and I have this on my website, com on my survival page. And During the winter storms and everything like this, um, go to your bathtub, and you know the winter storm is coming, or any kind of natural disaster is coming. Fill up your bathtub with water. That's your water supply right there. Just a little small basic tips. What do you know, right? <laughs> if you happen to be in that big earthquake back in 1994, Southern California, you know what I mean. That was a moderate shake, by the way. Moderate meaning between 6.0 to 6.9 scale. 
Yeah, I know. They predict the big one is still coming soon, right? We just continue to cross our fingers here in California, the San Andreas fault, that is. I know most recently, and I want to share this with you, here in California, in Southern California, we had a couple shake, maybe about four-point uh, scale uh, last week or this week, Monday, I think. But last Saturday or Sunday, we, we had a little shake, little, little shake, also a little jolt. Now, you guys, it makes us pause and think, right? Yeah, maybe it's time now to start thinking how to prepare in case that big one is coming. Yes, it is a good start. Never too late. Okay, so, yeah, let's prepare in case that big one is coming. Start thinking, you guys. This is a great quote, quote that I stated before, and it was written, uh, ironically, it was written on my past article in Western Outdoor News uh, article. And thank you, by the way, on that great press release, Western Outdoor News. My quote was, you have to learn how to protect yourself, but it's better to understand how to avoid getting yourself in those situations. So, yeah, just prepare. The statement came from my workshops on survival and empowerment. i got to have to, uh, I don't know why I want to mention that, but I do want to mention that, you guys. Since I'm on the survival and empowerment uh, subject, but, yeah, I... Uh, I made that statement, and it was quoted by the Western Outdoor News, and they put it on the article, and uh, I just want to re, uh, restate it. I, <laughs> I want to go back again to that, and I uh, want to find what that, let me, let me check what the, I'll show it to you guys, I'll post it on my website, what the, uh, What this, uh, oh, let me see. Hang on there, you guys. Hang on, hang on, hang on. There you go. You have to learn how to protect yourself, but it's better to understand how to avoid getting yourself in those situations. It's easy as that. I know it was a simple quote, but it was all over in the, uh, the article in the Western Outdoor News. And it derived from my workshop, actually, in Survival and Empowerment on Situational Awareness Concepts. Learning the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude uh, simply for developing strategy, basic strategy for your personal safety in SA. Situational awareness, that's what I meant by SA. Um, the workshop will provide you basic, simple strategies, tips, just insightful tips and uh, techniques to become you know, more aware of your surroundings, whether you are at home, workplace, traveling, even traveling or on street. So, yeah, go to my website, com. click on Survival and Situational Awareness Workshop to get more details. Okay, I think that's all. Uh, that's all. I mean, about that, I want to say for now because I want to keep it for less than 30 minutes for the show. I am saving more insightful tips and great resources to my next show next week on Part 2 on Emergency Preparedness. How prepared are you? Part 2. Um, I know it's a gorgeous Friday here in Southern California, so I am going to plan to be out of here soon. To my fans in East Coast, I know that I just um, received a couple emails from you. Um, I'm so sorry about the the uh, the wind, the, the the storm. I'm sorry about the, the the cold over there and then the chill and everything. Sending you all warmness to you all from Southern California. Have a blessed weekend, everybody. Um, I'm gonna cut it short because I am looking at the clock. It is 30 minutes, and I'm going to keep it 30 minutes, you guys, as promised. In the meantime, stay vigilant. 
Vigilant Watcher 6. I am Nikki Dare. I am signing off. If you have any questions, you know I'm always available. Send me an email at radio at idareworld.com or just give me a call. All right? And I am at Twitter, yes, the Nikki, Nikki Dare, and also on Facebook, and you believe that. Nikki Dare, and you all can follow me, tweet me, like me, annoy me, stalk me in a good way. I always have to say that in a good way at any time. All right, guys, stay vigilant. Watch your six. I'm Nikki Dare, signing off. Enjoy your weekend. Have a blessed one. Bye now. You've been listening to I Dare Outdoors with your host, Nikki Dare, the founder of I Dare, integrity of diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. You can reach Nikki by her email at radio at idareweb.com, by phone at 866-280-6888. Please visit Nikki's website, idareworld.com. And don't forget to listen to all of our previous shows at blogtalkradio.com slash Nikki Dare. And all broadcasts are available free on iTunes on podcasts on Nikki Dare. Join us next time. You have been listening to rebroadcast Nikki Dare's Disaster and Emergency Preparedness Part 1. Thank you for listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.